Welcome back, everyone, to the second episode of the Painted Area NBA podcast. I'm Jacob Stark. I'm joined here with my co-host, Garland Reading, both writers for tiebreakersports.net. You can find us on Instagram, at the Painted Area, and on Twitter, just at Painted Area. Uh, today is April 17th, 2021. We'll be going over our usual news and notes for the week, games of the week, and we'll, we'll be going over some underrated and overrated players and mm-hmm. situations. Yeah, yeah. It'll be good. See you guys there. All right, guys, getting into the news and notes. You know, if you listen to the uh, the last podcast, my my <laughs> my my uh, Nuggets prediction didn't age well, and unfortunately, Jamal Murray uh, tore his ACL, so he's out for the remainder of the season. Massive blow to the Nuggets. You know, he turns into a different player in the playoffs, and uh, you know they're still a good team. They need some guys to step up, but. Jamal Murray was really that second guy, brought some really good shooting, um, so it's going to be tough for them in the Western Conference. What do you think, Carl? Um, you know, second seed a little bit high now. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're probably not going to be second seed anymore. Um, they, I heard some rumors that they could possibly be signing um, Austin Rivers. Yep, yep. Uh, you know, not decent, um, better in his high school days. Yeah, um. <laughs> you know, they've got some guys. I mean, Mont, uh, what is it, Mont, Monty Morris? Monty Morris, um, yeah. he's, 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 He can bring some scoring. They've got that guy, uh, Campazzo, um, who's, uh, who's solid, but um, nothing nothing like Murray. They need guys like Michael Porter Jr. to step up. Definitely. He's been, I mean, he's been great for the he's, past. He's been solid. I mean, look, it, the Nuggets are still, they're still going to be like a top four seed, top five seed. Um I mean, so it's like they're gonna, um, they're gonna be in the playoffs, and they're gonna be <laughs> like, so someone's got to step up, and that'll probably be Michael Porter Jr. I like his cards, you know. Yeah. We haven't talked about sports cards that much, but I, I get a Michael Porter Jr. rookie card. He could do something in the playoffs. Fun I mean, player. Jokic is gonna get more of the load now. Yeah, more Jokic than he has, um, you know. I, I was going to start ranting about how Joel still has a chance. Um, you know, Jokic. Jokic. He's got to go 30, 15, and 15 <laughs> every night if they want to get the two seed. Um, I think I think they'll drop. Right now, I believe the, the Lakers are fifth seed. Mm-hmm. They're fourth. Yeah. I mean, they're going to go up against the Lakers in the first round if they don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. That would... That would not be good. A Jamal Murray-less Nuggets. If, if they won, dude, oh, man. Yeah, Jokic MVP losing the first round. I'd personally love to see that. Look, he's just a Joel. Garland is just a Joel Embiid fan, so <laughs> he just wants any shot that, he, that Joel could win the MVP. But I still, I still believe there's a chance. I think there's a chance, but Jokic, I mean. But, like, it's so slim that it's, like. I mean, last three games, Joel put up thirty plus. Yeah, and thirty. Oh, yeah. oh Joel. Joel is is playing so well. I think that Jokic, though, I mean, he he should like, uh, be distributing. I mean, everything. Like he should be running up the floor with the ball. He can do that. I mean, he should run the bull bull. Yeah, like just line up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just just like run up the floor with the ball. Find guys when they're open because. The Nuggets are still a solid team. They everyone everyone on that team can hit shots when they're open. So mm-hmm. Jokic just I think you just ha- got to have the ball in Jokic's hands cuz you know, he's a big guy but 
that guy is a playmaker. He's the best playmaker they've got, and he can't be their only scoring option. So if you want to make use of those guys, Jokic has got to be that guy. Definitely. All right, so next up we've got um, Donovan Mitchell, who is a scary. It was a scary injury, but thankfully X-ray's negative. He's got no structural damage, so Jazz should be all right. Um, I don't know how much time he's going to miss. but They said several games, but good thing it wasn't worse. Yeah. Imagine first seed, oh, losing man. your star player. Yeah, I mean, Oof. spoiler alert, Donovan Mitchell will be on the underrated, overrated, and I'll give my thoughts on on how people perceive him there, but that would have been a massive blow. Hopefully they can get him back for the playoffs, yeah, for which sure. they should. Again, um, some some players need to step up. Gobert, I feel like, might need to step on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jordan, Clarkson. Jordan Clarkson. You know, we, we, we talked about Jordan Clarkson winning six, or, or being okay, probably for six men a year. Pick that starting lineup. Yeah, spot. yeah. so Jordan Clarkson, he's just got to, you know... The good thing about the Jazz is they are the most well-balanced team in the NBA. So if any team is going to take this blow, it's the Jazz. Um, I can see. I can see Joe Ingles. Yeah, and uh, Bojan. Bojan. can he Bojan can go for twenty a night. I mean they've they've got guys. They can win games. I don't know if they'll stay in the one seed. Maybe Phoenix. Maybe the Clippers. Those Phoenix is only two games behind. I know. Yeah. Like look at those those teams. You know, watch for those teams to take over. But. The Jazz, they can still they 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 can still win. They're a balanced team. I mean, I I don't see them you know losing out too much. They're still going to be a threat in the playoffs. Um, and they're you know maybe the best coach team in the NBA. One of the best coach teams in the NBA. So <laughs> I got I got a little bit hurt there. I got a little bit hurt there. the Sixers. Gordon likes the Sixers. Doc but, Rivers for uh, coach of the year. That's all I'm gonna say. All right, sure. Um, yeah. Well, we next, got, yeah, recent news. Yeah, next up, uh, Lamarcus, Marcus Aldridge. Uh, very surprising. Very I, surprising. I, look at, I, I, uh, I have a couple of people I talk to um, uh, in a group chat, and I, you know, Shams reported mm-hmm. um, Lamarcus Aldridge's retirement. Um, yeah. I thought it was fake, to be honest. Really? I really did. Because I was like, well, there's nothing wrong, but like a regular heartbeat, that's nothing to... Yeah. I'm glad so, he took his health first. and It was the right decision. I mean, I'm glad he's okay. And that, uh, I mean, really an incredible career. Mm-hmm. Um, 15 years, seven-time All-Star. Yeah. Five years with the the Spurs. Not, not almost, maybe almost half a year with the Nets. Yeah, a long time with the, um, the Blazers. Blazers. That's, I think that's where everyone you think really remembers his jersey. His jersey. Yeah, I would probably retire his jersey. I mean, the Blazers. They they don't have a a whole host of incredible players. Yeah, and Lamarcus is definitely up there. Like, I think you should sign a one day contract. Sign a one day contract. Yeah, guys Retires do that. A, I think that would be a Blazer. Good. I think Paul Pierce did that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that I think that would be good. Um. Because every, everyone yeah. remembers him on the Blazers, you know. So, next we have uh, Zach Levine, COVID protocol. Yeah, so we don't really know what it is. Does he have it? Did he? Is it? A, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I guess he, he probably has it. I mean, if they, if they're expecting him to miss several games, I, I mean, you should be kind of, kind of happy. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I don't want anybody to get COVID, but I'm a Wizards fan and. Um, we have to take advantage of the opportunity. Yeah, is what I'm gonna say. I mean, if it's I, look, I want Zach. I don't want Zach. I hope Zach Levine doesn't have COVID. 
But he probably does because why why else would they say that he's missing several games? I I don't really I don't know. They won't tell us. I'm not gonna say he has COVID. I hope he doesn't. Oh, some COVID but, protocol. Some players miss like three games, but like yeah, but they several. Said several. Are, yeah. I feel like he's got. I don't know. Maybe he's probably got it, and he's like not feeling well. He's symptomatic. That's mm-hmm. that would that would be my guess. But I don't know. I hope he doesn't have it. They're not telling us. So, um, and we'll go. We'll go into what the Bulls might do later. Right. Right. But Bulls. They have been winning a whole host of games. They're recently. narrated in my eyes, but yeah, we'll, we'll talk but, about that later. Right, we'll right, right. They haven't won a whole lot of games, even Vooch and Vucevic, Kobe White. Those guys have got to step up. But look, Wizards, Raptors are right there with the, with Chicago. All those three teams are fighting for the 10th seed in the Eastern Conference. So the Wizards deserve it. Dude. Wizards deserve it. We'll talk about the Wizards, um, especially on our games of the week, which is uh, our next, next segment. Yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll see you guys there. So we got some games of the week. Um, like mm-hmm, I said before, mm-hmm. today's April seventeenth, twenty twenty-one. So games of the week starting tenth. Starting, uh, yeah, I 10th. think so. Yeah, the tenth. Um, on the eleventh, we saw Celtics versus Nuggets. A uh, close game up until late, where the the Celtics went on a thirty-one to three run. Yeah, this was also a Jamal Murray list Nuggets. Um, so. Uh, Compazzo got the start, who put up 14 points on 83% shooting. So Compazzo, very efficient, but, you know, didn't get the job done, it looks like. I think that broke their streak, didn't it? The the eight-game winning streak. Well, I I, I talked that up. They might have lost one before. I don't know. But I talked that eight-game winning streak up in in whatever the playoff predictions, and then I just know that the next game they lost. And I was like, I, like I, I literally think the they downfall. lost. I literally think they lost before we put out the podcast. <laughs> like, so, so yeah. I mean, my um, nu- my nugget steak didn't age well. We, but the Celtics. I mean, we said last time our opinions about the Celtics. Yeah, we don't really like them. No, I mean, yeah. I'm looking at looking at our notes now. We're for the underrated and overrated segment. We're going over Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't really want to talk too much about that. Right. I mean, they're they're definitely picking it up, though. Yeah, no, the, I mean those guys, those those are really the the main the main scores. Kemba Kemba is solid, but you know I think he he's nah, definitely I, I, the I, number three guy. I, yeah, so I think it's kind of kind of falling off too a yeah, little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, so those those are the two guys, you know, um, and uh, maybe Evan Fournier can can come in and hit some shots. Fournier. They, uh, they they just signed um Jabari. Oh yeah, I just saw that. They signed yeah. Jabari. They dropped my guy Mo Wagner, who's on the Wizards to get him. Mo but Jabari can score. He can't defend at all. He won't get he won't do anything. Wizards had him for a little bit, but still young, suffered some yeah. injuries. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. former number two overall pick in the Andrew Wiggins draft, I believe. Yeah, he was yeah. number three. Number three? No no, you know who was number three? Oh Joe well, Joe, yes, sir. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, um how about the Wizards? How Wizards? about so, the Wizards? All right, all right. So let, uh, let's just cover... All right, I'm calling it audible. We had the Wizards-Jazz game on here, but we're going to cover two games in one. Okay, the Wizards-Jazz game on the 12th was just was a really close game. The Wizards ended up winning by four points. Russell Westbrook had some Sweet really, home. really clutch Sweet. moments. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Donovan Mitchell did play in that game. This was a very long time before the injury. 
Um, and, you know, this this now means that, like you said, the Wizards have swept the Jazz on the season. Jazz, the best right. team in the NBA record-wise. <laughs> so, yeah, Westbrook went for 25, 14, and 14. Beal had 34 points. Westbrook, 53% from the field. Um, Daniel Gafford came in for 15 points on 6 of 8 shooting. Gafford. I love Daniel. Gafford has played so well. He's your Arkansas guy. Big Dan Dan. Yeah. So, you know, it's really, it's, it's those guys... Uh, Lopez came in, got 10 um, shots. Yep, on the hook shots. So, you know, a lot of points. Uh, the pattern for the Wizards is Westbrook shooting, high field goal percentage, Beal scoring 30 points, and then the centers getting stuff inside. Um, that's really the, uh, the pattern. And, you know, if you guys saw last night, the Wizards won a very close one against the Pelicans in overtime. Dude, that... Crazy one. Oh, my goodness. Westbrook... This guy is clutch. I uh, I said before the podcast where it's, we for the week we try to you know not really talk much um, NBA uh, I guess pre- not predictions but just you know knowledge right. we of that week. Well, you know we'll talk about the events, but we don't necessarily go fully in depth in our yeah. opinions because we want to we want to have that fresh in the podcast. So we so you know exactly. we don't have like a pre debate before the. Thing, if you know, if there what I mean, but any Wizards fans listening right now, you know this. This might be a little bit of hot take, but I said I told you this before. Mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook, all time Wizards list so far. Skill, not like playoffs or you know. Yeah, is better than John Wall. I mean, whew. you see the triple doubles. I mean, Westbrook is playing insane right Come on. now. He's playing insane. John Wall. I mean, I remember those good Celtics series where we did lose, but um, Wall Wall has been good. But I mean, look, pure skill wise, not looking at all time accolades and that stuff. Westbrook is playing really, 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 really well. <laughs> um, I mean, he. You know, to start the season, he obviously was not healthy. He was shooting. He was doing everything terribly. He couldn't go inside. He didn't dunk for like the first like three months or something like that. So, but now he's like getting. That's, yeah, you know, that's he's just coming off of the quad, uh, the quads, mm-hmm. and getting traded from the the Rockets. Um, that didn't work out. The Rockets, they're just. Yeah. I would I would hate to be a, a Rockets fan. Yeah. And, no um, disrespect, but like, yeah, I would hate I mean, that. that. Yeah, so... Houston fan in general. Jeez. Jeez. Yeah, Houston fan. <laughs> and the Texans don't look good. The no. the Rockets don't look good. The Astros. Dude, <laughs> I don't, oh, my God. I, I don't know anything about baseball at all. But I, I, I recently picked it up a little bit. Oh, nice, nice, yeah. nice. This is but an NBA podcast, though. It's an NBA podcast, but, geez, the Astros. <laughs> I still remember when they cheated. Those, those piece of crap. <laughs> um, so, but whatever. Westbrook has been playing insane. And the guy, you know what? He's on our underrated, overrated segment. So, let's go to the next game. Which, 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 you, is, which you, can uh... take, you can take this one. Sixers versus Nets. I, I was, you know, there's some highs and lows of this game. I was disappointed that only Kyrie played. Um, I mean, James Harden was in, injured, but KD didn't play. It was a back-to-back for them because the, the Timberwolves game was postponed due to mm-hmm. uh, recent events. Um, but you know, I would I would have loved to see us go up against uh, the fully loaded. That, that was that was our last game uh, yeah. to play them. But when are they actually? 
going to be healthy. Someone made this point to me. Even in the playoffs, are they all going to be healthy together? Maybe. But they haven't played together. They're never all healthy together. Kyrie is, uh, is, is you know, trying to find the edge of the flat earth. Um, <laughs> KD is injured. And James Harden is also injured. Like, it, everyone's injured. Everyone, they're never together. And they have a rookie, not, no disrespect to Steve Nash. He might be a great coach, but he's a rookie coach. He's got to control that locker room. And I don't know if he knows how to do it because it's not like Greg Popovich is co- coaching him. I mean, because the first time these guys play f- mm-hmm. four or more straight games is going to be in the playoffs. So I don't know if, I don't know if they're. I don't chemistry's going to be there. Yeah, the chemistry's not going to be there. Like, and it's not, you can't just put three stars together and expect them to mold because those three guys are used to just having the ball in their hands the entire game yeah i mean so not that they can't play together but it's just it's not something that comes overnight so i think that you know personally if they play the sixers i'm taking the sixers in that series um i the sixers like i said this before um we we usually have big leads in the beginning double double digit, digit leads as mm-hmm. we did last night um but we love m- having a lead and then just like making it really close at the end yeah like against uh, a one superstar nets team and Kyrie irving Kyrie irving wasn't even playing in the fourth and it was so close yeah i mean we won by six but and joel had to drop 39 and 13 um, just to beat, I, I don't know, I'm scared about that. Um, but I had some criticism from some of my good buddies on that game. And I told them, you know, they didn't have KD or Harden um, healthy. But, the, you know, teams play different when they're up against different opponents. Yeah, I mean, I think, uh, I think Seth Curry is a guy who only scored five points in that game. That's a guy in the playoffs I think you can count on for a few threes. Um, if I, I really, if Joel can put up 39 and 13, I don't see the Nets winning that game because I, I, I really don't think that the Nets can defend Joel Embiid. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Ben Simmons matches up, can match up on anybody. Um, and I think they'd struggle to guard Ben Simmons as well. I, I think they match up really well. DPOY. DPOY. Sure. Sure. DPOY. Sure. But whatever. It's just that that game, small preview of potentially what is to come. Although we will never, ever see a healthy Nets before the playoffs, it seems like. Because. I mean, there's just, only. They're just never, they're just never healthy. Maybe when, 15 to 17 yeah. more games left for each and team. And whenever they're healthy, Kyrie is out here trying to find the flat, the edge of the flat earth. Damn. Kyrie. I don't know. He's got to show up. He can do whatever whatever his personal problems are. I'm sure they're totally legit, legitimate, but it's it's becoming a pattern, and it can't. I mean, earlier in the season, he uh, whatever uh, he took, he, like he a, took a break, and then he violated break, yeah. he violated COVID protocols. You can't do that. You can't do that. That puts that puts your team at a disadvantage because you wanted to go to whatever like whatever birthday party. So <laughs> you can't you can't do that. Kyrie's got to be accountable. Steve Nash has to hold him accountable. His teammates have to hold him accountable. Um, because they need him. 
I mean, also they the, really do need him. The retirement of Lamarcus Aldridge, they have a roster spot. They they do. They need um, Nicholas they Claxton. That. They it, stopped the. I mean, so excuse me. They uh. <laughs> <laughs> I have a little brain fart there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Um, they they need, they need to fill out roster spot with the loss of Lamarcus Aldridge. I, you know, he was starting for them, getting some you know double digit points. Yeah. Uh, but I think I mean. I think Lamarcus Aldridge was definitely better than Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin was coming off the bench. I think he'll, yeah. he might, he, he'll come off the bench. Probably. Look, look, look for Nicholas Claxton <laughs> to uh, to emerge from all of this. He's he's really played well this year. He's gotten a lot better. He's he's you know really in my mind their one bright spot in terms of big men. Their only he's their only big big guy that I would actually be excited to have on my team. Young guy that can really protect the rim and move. I, I like Claxton a lot. He can get up there. He can climb the ladder and yeah. If you're in a if you're in a category league in fantasy, by the way, look at Claxton. He's going to be a monster. But um, he's uh, he good blocks. He gets a lot of blocks. I think I, I really think they should just start playing him a lot of minutes. Like. DeAndre Jordan is really not. He's he's okay, but he's kind of kind of washed. I mean, yeah. I mean, I do like uh, Claxton. How he the the, the trade with um, Jared Allen. Jared Allen was really got off the bench, and I think Claxton yeah. is you know not up to his level. He's but not at his level, but he's a good. He right. filled the spot. He filled the spot. He he stepped up, and I think that he can step up even more. They just need to give him the opportunity. So I hope that they do. All right, moving on. Mavs versus Grizzlies. I'm sure everyone saw that Luca shot. Crazy. Only Luca would do that. Um, Floater from three point range for the win. Ridiculous, ridiculous. An important game too. These are two teams that are that are, you know, in the play in in the play in tournament, um, fighting each other. Maybe get up. Maybe lose out of the play in tournament. If you know, both Garland and I have the Pelicans getting in the play in tournament. They're not in right now. Someone's got to lose. Um, one game out, yeah. So uh, it'll probably three, be San Antonio. Three, two and a half. But mm. yeah, San Antonio. I mean, I mean, like the, such a boring team, in my <laughs> opinion. Like such a boring team to watch. No, Lamarcus. I mean, look, the Mavericks are only two games back from Portland in the sixth seed. Um, so they're trying to catch a real important game for the uh, a real important game for the Mavericks if they want to get out of that playing tournament. Which you know, because. You never know what can happen. It's only one game in the playing tournament. So, real important game. Luka got the job done late. Um, they barely got out of it. Uh, I think I think Kristaps. Luka's, um, with the recent NBA MVP ladder, Luka is number three, I believe. Really? Wow. Um, I, Dame, probably top five still. Uh, Joel, number Joel, two, baby. Joel is number two. Can't say I agree with Luka at three can't i won't agree with that <laughs> all right we're there's the, the nb mvp ladder is sleeping on somebody that we'll get to in, in the underrated overrated sneak um peek. sneak peek but Kristaps had if Kristaps Kristaps had 21 in that game on 54 percent shooting and 40 percent from three that's what Kristaps is capable of in 32 minutes like he just needs to stay healthy if yeah. he can stay healthy the mavericks are really good last year against the the clippers if First of all, that this is gonna go back in time a little bit, but that technical—I think it was technical. 
um, where he was standing up for whoever in that little uh, argument there in the, the playoff series against the Clippers. I think if he stayed healthy, he didn't get thrown out that game, that they would have won that. Yeah. Yeah. They would have definitely yeah. won that. They were playing insane. I remember now, yeah. Coming off of Luka's game winner um, last yeah. year, the first round. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, it's he's crazy. Just stay, he's got to stay healthy. He's going to stay out of trouble. Because he's good. People don't really realize it because I feel like he's just always injured. Luka's always got to do everything. No, but yeah, for sure. they're a good duo. Look, I mean, look, if he can score 21 on 54% shooting and 40% from three, that's... Scary. Yeah, I mean, because... Unicorn. Unicorn. Watch out. All right, last game on the segment. Still the, speaking about the Mavericks. But still on speaking about the Mavericks. Side. But on, yeah, on the other side. Just uh, last night. This was last night, I think. Yeah, last night, the Knicks. They're, uh, they're underrated in my eyes. The Knicks. Julius <sighs> Randle. Who Sheesh. we both had as our most improved player, mm-hmm. um, who has really led the Knicks this year, went for 44, 10, and 7 on 55% shooting and 6 for 11 from 3. That's, Julius Randle. That he is, is video game he, numbers right there. He has added the 3 to his game in a massive way. He is a threat. I mean, I didn't watch this game, but. When the Knicks played the Wizards, Julius Randle was hitting like step backs. He was hitting off off the dribbles. I mean, he was hitting off balance threes. He can he can do it. He takes the ball up for them a lot of the time. That's how he gets all those assists. He's a power forward. He's he's the modern day guy that you want. You can ball handle. He's really the leader of that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's he's just hitting his prime. He is a star. R.J. Barrett also with twenty four points. He's he's been their second guy. He's been playing well, fifty percent from the field. Um, the it's crazy. The I'm looking at the three point comparison right now. The Knicks made fifty percent of their three pointers. If a team makes fifty percent of their three pointers, they're probably not going to lose. Yeah. I mean, the Mavericks didn't even play that you know play that bad. But yeah, Porzingis went off for twenty three and twelve. Luca had nineteen assists. That's crazy. 19 assists. Westbrook numbers, like you said before the West, podcast. Yeah, we, we were talking about it. West, that's Westbrook-type numbers. Like, like to put to put that 50% number into perspective from three, the Wizards just, you know, we talked about the Wizards just beating the Pelicans. 19 out of 30 assists as a team. Jeez. We got Nine. two-thirds of the assists. That's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. You would think that a lot of the points would... Uh, all right, whatever. But what was I saying? <laughs> the, like, if put that 50% from three-numbered perspective... The Wizards played the Pelicans, like we talked about last night, and the Wizards won in overtime, and they shot 15% from three. Oh, my 15. goodness. And if it weren't for Westbrook's, like, two threes in overtime, we would have been 9% from three. I was watching the numbers while I was watching that game. We would have been 9%. I think the it was two for 19, something ridiculous like that. Like, that's just how it works. I'll talk more about the Wizards' shooting percentages when we get to Russell Westbrook and the underrated, overrated. But Luca showed his playmaking skills, but the Knicks and Great Tom Thibodeau. The Knicks. Great one. They Knicks, are Knicks and Tom Thibodeau got the job done. They are sixth. They're tied. Yeah. They're one game behind of the fifth seed. No, one game behind of the fourth seed. Uh, thirty and twenty-seven. Hawks. No, they're they're one game behind of the sixth seed. I'm looking at the stand. Oh no, they're no, they're half a game behind of both the five and the four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, still crazy. They could. 
I, I mean, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if they got the fourth seed. Look, it's it's tight. Knicks, Celtics, Hawks. That's a bias. All, all, um, all of them are interchangeable. I want I'd the love Celtics to, to. I'd, I'd love to see them do it. I, I don't know if they not make it. I don't, I don't think they will, but I'd love to see them do it. Nerlens Noel also three blocks. Crazy block. Crazy blocks. He's filled Mitchell Robinson's spot. Um, if they only had Mitchell Robinson, gets a lot of blocks. You know this this one guy in our in my fantasy league has him, and he just plays him purely for the blocks, and he just gets a bunch of blocks. But, anyways, good segment. Now, we're moving on. Underrated, overrated. Or possibly, correctly rated. We'll see you there. Alright, jumping into underrated, overrated, or possibly correctly rated. So what we'll be doing in this segment is we've got a list of names here of players and teams and, you know, we just different. We haven't talked before this. We haven't talked before, it's just different things. All we have is a list of different things and, you know... One of us will name it, and we'll just each say our opinion, and then talk about it, and we'll say whether See it's underrated, we, uh, overrated, correctly rated. If we uh, have the same opinion, or we might debate a little bit. Yeah, there would, I think there's going to be some debate for a few of these. I'm looking at the list. I think there's going to be mm-hmm. some debate. We got it. We've got a good list here. We got a good list. Um, so first up, Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. This is the pair. This is you're not rating the individual player. You are rating the duo. I, this season, you know what, this is, again, it's the Celtics, there's some bias, we'll try not to be as biased, but I like Jalen Brown's future more than Jason Tatum's. Look, I know you're a Duke fan. (laughs) I like Tatum. I love Jalen Brown, though. That's not the question, though. Duo. Underrated. This is the duo. Underrated, overrated. I think they're underrated at times, overrated at times. In the playoffs. So does that mean correctly rated? That's, that might mean correctly rated. But it's rated. like, I, I think as individuals, I know it's not the question. Individuals, <laughs> they're underrated. Over, I feel like they're overrated as a, as a duo, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they're, I think that they might get a little bit hyped up just because it's, you know, they're the rest of the Celtics team is mid tier. Maybe Kemba's, you know, above average definitely. But I think it's just because they shine more on a team that's yeah. has just a bunch of role players on it. Yeah, I mean, like you said, you like Jalen Brown more than Jason Tatum and Jason Tatum he's known to be the star of that team. Mm-hmm. Um I think Jalen Brown's really good. But I do think that this duo is overrated. The Celtics they're thirty and twenty six. Like, that's good, but it's not insane. I mean, that would that would nail them at the eight seed in the West. Like that would they would be the eight seed in the West right now. If they were if they were in the Western Conference, we would not be talking about them as no, like get out of here. Yeah, like <laughs> they they're a young duo that can grow and flourish together. But they they don't have playoff potential now. I mean, are, I mean last to go year, far in la- the playoffs. I want to talk like, about last year. Like it's just Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Like they they haven't taken the next level as duos. They're not you, they're not both all stars. It's like they're they're good. They're really good players who can each go off. But the the Celtics they're thirty and twenty six. Like they're they're, they're I mean, good, they're, but they're they're they're, yeah, they're good players. But they're not. I I don't think that they should be looked at as 
Uh, yeah. I think they're too young yeah. to really lead a team that yeah yeah to the, at least to the finals yeah I mean I don't well think definitely gonna get fun. there I don't think conference finals I think conference finals is optimistic for this team they were there with Kyrie but you know LeBron had to I think the Isaiah Thomas led Celtics are definitely better than this team I I really don't think that Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum are that crazy of a duo um, so I think we both agree that they're overrated yeah yeah all right next up we've got the Eastern Conference. The Eastern Conference. I as a whole. I have them underrated. I think mm. the Western Conference is still better. Yeah. But I mean, compared to past years, I think they've definitely stepped it up. I agree. I I'm gonna put it as underrated too. Again, I mean, a lot of injuries. You've got that kind of stopped the the mid the mid tier of the East is not very good. Like, you know, Charlotte, Indiana, Toronto, Chicago, the Wizards. All Those teams, teams are probably not making, not in playoff contentions if they were in the West. But at the top, you've got the Sixers, the Nets, and the Bucks. Those are all really good teams. And then the Heat with all the Depot, they went to the finals, and now they have all the Depot. I think that, that they're a really good team. No, one, no one's really been talking about them that much. Um, so I think that they're underrated. They, I feel like the Bucks, you know, they're, I feel like they're always the. Um, the, uh, they're, they're 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 a weird team. Like yeah, like it's they're always the best regular season team, and then they lose in the playoffs. But now they have Drew Holiday, maybe it'll be different. But they're good. I mean, people just I feel like people are always like, oh, the West, the West, the West, the West is better. I agree, but the top teams in the East, man, they're it's solid. This playoff uh, series is gonna be nice. We're gonna have yeah, this is gonna be good playoffs. teams in there that. You know, weren't in there before, such as the Knicks, Atlanta, mm. possibly the Hornets. Yeah. Um, didn't make it since Kemba was with them. Um, we're gonna have, you know, like you said, teams like the the Heat that I, I still can't get over that that trade. Absolutely stole. It's just all uh, just highway bets. robbery. <laughs> uh, Pacers bounce team kind kind of fell off. Let's be honest here a little bit. <sighs> I like the, the Pacers, Pacers dude. I like there. the Pacers. Man, Karis LeVert is playing so well. Malcolm Brogdon is playing well. Miles Turner is good. Sabonis is good. I really like the Pacers. Cinderella. I like the Pacers a lot. All right. We got to move on. Donovan Mitchell. I think you know my opinion on Donovan Mitchell. I know your opinion. Um, I'll let you go first, though. Yeah. I personally think he's totally underrated. Okay. Thank you. Um, I was about to you know, go he's off. like a, he's just a pure scorer. Like if you if you watch Donovan Mitchell, like he just gets buckets. It's crazy. Um, I I think there's. I mean, he is the, the the star on his team, but I think he just gets outshined, especially because he's in the West. There's yeah. so many. You know, there are better players than him in the West. Um, you know, LeBron's in the West. AD's in the West. Curry's in the West. Um, Plus, he's on the Utah Jazz. Utah yeah. is not really a big market. Not a big market. And no, even though they're the best team in the NBA, I feel like not people really aren't watching their games. I think I said like, this people last People just look time. at their stats. I think, or maybe I said this uh, not on the podcast, but I'm saying it now. I think Donovan Mitchell is the best player out of his draft class. Better than Jason who's, Tatum. Who's in his draft class? J- Tatum. Oh, he's so much better than Tatum. That's not even a debate. Donovan Mitchell's the most underrated player in the NBA. 
Donovan Mitchell should be an MVP candidate. He is the best player on the best team. That's the argument everyone That's always uses. That's a warm uses. take. A warm take. Okay. Donovan Mitchell should be an MVP candidate. He is an elite scorer. He can score whenever he wants at will. Okay. He's, he's he's the leader of one of the best defensive teams in the NBA. I'm not saying he's the best defensive player, but he Record can defend. Record-wise, best, best team in the NBA. Record-wise, best team in the NBA. You know, like you compare him. I'm not saying he's better than Luka, but you compare him to Luka, he's a much better defender than Luka. That's what I'm going to say. He's a much better defender than guys like that. You know, he he can score at will. Like, he's always got a high percentage. Every Everything he does, he just shoots at a high percentage. That is the most underrated stat in the NBA. Like, everyone talks about Bradley Beal. Uh, look, I'm a Wizards fan. Everyone talks about Bradley Beal being, you know, a top 15, top 10 player in the NBA. That's all BS. Bradley Beal he shoots horrible from three, all right? Like, last night, he went 0 for 9 from three. He just shoots ridiculous threes that he's never going to make until he makes one. Like, he's just he's a horrible shot selection. Donovan Mitchell, he shoots good shots. He can score at will. And he's the best player on the best team. He should be an MVP candidate. Uh, and I think it's ridiculous the way people underrate him. I recently saw the um, a prediction for all-NBA teams. Mm-hmm. I saw Donovan Mitchell... I mean, this might make sense. All NBA third team. Yeah, see, that's BS. If, I mean, if that happens, I'll spend ten minutes on the podcast ranting <laughs> about it. He, Donovan Mitchell should be. You think he's the second best shooting guard? I, I say James Harden's a shooting guard. Personally, yeah. Um, I I would take. I think he's third after Bradley Beal. You're putting Beal over Mitchell. Hundred percent. Donovan Mitchell is better than Bradley Beal. What? You're, you're hearing it from a Wizards fan. Donovan Mitchell is 100% better than Bradley Beal. Not Bradley Beal. Yes. Bro. Donovan Mitchell is 100% Bradley Beal. I watch every Wizards game. Fake Wizards fan. I watch every <laughs> Wizards game. Donovan Mitchell is 100% better than Bradley Beal. Okay? The guy is the leader of a team. Beal is not the leader of the Wizards. That is Russell Westbrook. I mean, Beal also, is you, not. Have to, you also have to look at the, the, the Jazz team. Like they, they have so many... Just better. They're a better team overall. Yeah, they're a better team. The Wizards but, role players. But like, come on, Beal. But Beal, all he does is jack up bad shots until they go in. Every like, I don't remember the exact stats, but if you look at times Beal scores more than forty points, the vast majority of those of those games we lose. The majority of the games we win are when Beal doesn't shoot that much. Beal shooting. Beal, when Beal isn't like super hot, he's a total liability. He turns the ball over in the clutch. All right, he hits some, he hits some clutch shots, but a lot of the time he just jacks up threes. Every time he scores a lot, we lose because he's not doing it efficiently. And you know, the games we win are the games where Westbrook goes off. That's 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 why Beal is better than Donovan Mitchell. And Donovan Mitchell, he could go for forty on any given night. He is a, he is a scorer at will. Beal is not that. I don't care what anyone says. I don't care about the numbers. Beal misses. Donovan Mitchell. The guy really doesn't miss what he shouldn't, uh, what he, what he should make. The Donovan Mitchell should be an MVP candidate. Honestly, he should be number three in the MVP race. Maybe number four. Uh, Maybe number four. Over over Lillard. Yes, one hundred percent over Lillard. One hundred percent. The Jazz are the best team in the NBA. Over and Harden. Mitchell. Yes, one hundred percent. Harden doesn't play. Harden he, doesn't play he basketball. Just he literally I don't just care. Missed. I don't care. Harden doesn't play basketball. All right, games. he just sits there. He 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 went on like a whatever, like a ten game strand where he was the only player on the Nets. But it doesn't matter. All right, Harden was for a small time in Houston. He did absolutely nothing. I don't care what 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 are we sampling him from? Like twenty games, thirty games in in Brooklyn. 
no, Harden should not be above Donovan Mitchell. Donovan Mitchell is leading the best team in the NBA. He is a scorer at will, okay? In my opinion, he is the best player under 25 next to Luka Doncic. That is my opinion. Diehard Duke fan, he's better than Zion Williamson. I would agree with that. Honestly. Like, he is Donovan Mitchell, most underrated player in the NBA. It's, it's, it's really criminal. Everyone will see in due time. Don, it, like I, I, I would bet, I would bet with anyone. Donovan Mitchell will win at least one MVP in his career. Ooh! I will bet. I, I will. He will one MVP in his at career. least one MVP in his career. Even with, ooh, even with Luca there. Yes. Even with yes. One hundred. One hundred percent. The Jazz the are going to be a good team Giannis for years to come. League. And Joel. Don, yeah, he will. He will win one at least one MVP. Donovan Mitchell has the capability to be better, to be as good or better than all those guys. He he is just he is one of those guys. You just give him the ball and he scores. Better there than Luca? He's not better than Luca. I never said he. Like, I never said he was better he, than Luca. You have has the has he's capable of being better than Luca. He's. I just said he's capable of being on the level of all those top guys. He's capable of being on the level of Luca. Okay, I agree. Yeah. I, I will say that. He, look, Donovan Mitchell is one of those guys. I'll talk about it forever. You give him the ball and he scores very efficiently. The efficiency is key. Okay, efficiency is everything. I don't care if you score thirty points a game if you shoot thirty percent from three. It doesn't right. matter if you're going. If you can shoot zero for nine from three on a given night, you should. I don't care how many points you're scoring. You're not. You're, you're not one of the top guys in the NBA. I don't care. Donovan Mitchell doesn't do that. Donovan Mitchell shoots well. He he, it's it's people underrate him. He should be three or four in the MVP race. It's it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> All right, moving on. <laughs> um, New York Knicks. I mean, I started off last time. You can. All right, I'll give my opinion here. I don't think you're gonna like it. New York Knicks are overrated. All right. Everyone is talking about the Knicks, like. They're the Lakers. I mean, everyone's talking about them as if they're some incredible team. They're like 500. They're good. Tom Thibodeau should be in the running for coach of the year because he took them from nothing to something. But it's not like they're one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. They're they're like 500. You know, Julius Randle is special. I just I, just, I, I in the games of the week I just talk about how special Julius Randle is. But they're like 500. You can't you can't be uh you know one of the top teams and you can't argue that they're one of the premier teams to watch if they're like 500 well coached i like Jul- i like julius randall i like rj barrett but they're just overrated i, I i'm going to go a different route i say that they're correctly rated okay i think i respect I that i think there's a difference between that. being like properly rated overrated underrated and then overhyped I think they're yeah. overhyped. I think the hype comes from because, I mean, this is the I don't even know how many years, but they're gonna make the playoffs this year. Yeah, no, it's true. And Julius Randle is so fun to watch. He's so good. I I don't want to take anything away from them. I just think that they're. I mean, they're still five hundred. You got to come down to earth. They are five hundred. Uh, you know, with the the hard you know, situations that you were in the past, or not past couple of decades. I should say that. Yeah, Knicks fans have not had a good time. Um, finally getting a playoff uh, playoff series in. Um, probably going to lose in the first round. 
Hopefully not. I'm, I'm rooting yeah. for them. Oh, I'm rooting for them. I love I love watching the team. They're fun to watch. But they have no playoff experience. They're no. a young team. No playoff experience. I don't know how long Julius Randle and Tom Thibodeau can carry them for. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Well, you know. That, that should, it, be, a, that should be our phrase. It, <laughs> we'll yeah. see. We'll see. It'll be interesting to see who they play in the first round and how that series goes. I'd love to see how the Knicks play in an actual series. They're going to be one of the most interesting teams to watch. All right, well, next up. You've got Brandon Ingram. One uh, most improved last year. One most improved last year. Deserved. Very. Um, I think he shined last year because Zion was injured for most of the year. Zion is definitely the, the better player on that team. Pelicans, young team, talented team. Except, I don't know, I don't know what they're missing. It might just be because they're young, but they're not even the play-in tournaments. I mean, they're in the West. Yeah. West is a very, very difficult they would place be to in, be. They, they would be in the East, but well, you think he's underrated or overrated? Right? I think he's properly rated. Properly rated? Okay. I think he's underrated. Um, last night, I'm going to give you a stat line last night against the Wizards. I watched this guy play. He's got 34 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, and 4 steals. On 44% shooting at 44% from the three. Watching the the Pelicans in that starting lineup, he's the only guy that can consistently hit a jump shot. And he does it at such a high percentage. It's just, he shoots it and you just, you feel like you know it's going in. He's one of those guys. He just creates a shot and he just shoots it. Like Zion, Zion was in foul trouble to start that game. He wasn't really playing well. You know, he picked it up in the second half, but he wasn't, he, he really wasn't, he got blocked a bunch of times. Like he wasn't, he he was an, he was pretty much a non-factor for the start of that game, and Brandon Ingram. I mean, he scored like twelve of their first like fifteen points, something like that. He just was, he just was going off. I mean, this guy he doesn't get any respect. I think he's an all-star caliber player. Um, he can he scores. He's 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 a, again one of those guys. Let me pull up his percentages. Yeah, he scores. He's forty-seven percent from the field, averaging twenty-four points a game, and five rebounds, five assists, like. Again, one of those guys that scores at a high percentage that can really score at will, and I think he's underrated. But what the Pelicans need, though, I think that Brandon Ingram-Zion duo is a scary one for years to come. I think they could be really dangerous if they get a guard that can shoot well. They need a shooting guard. Did you watch any of the, any of the Pelicans game last I, night? I or watched, you, watched were you watching? I watched All the right, fourth. Yeah, you watched the fourth. They have no shooting other than Brandon Ingram. No. no shooting. They've got to draft somebody, trade for somebody young, a young point guard, shooting guard. I mean, they lost JJ Redick. I don't think they were using him well, though. Yeah, they need someone who can just hit some threes, man. Like all they have is Brandon Ingram. They like they shot seven for twenty eight from three against the Wizards. Um, it's just and and they shot seven for twenty eight from three, and Brandon Ingram hit four of those. Like. They they need some threes. That's that's what they really need. Um, like Lonzo Ball and Eric Bledsoe are their point guard, shooting guard, who are fine. I think they're they're solid players. They need someone who can shoot threes. If they can get another young guy that can grow with Brandon Ingram, Zion Willisman, that can really shoot some threes. Pelicans are lethal. scary, lethal, really lethal. That's what's holding them back from being one of those from really taking the next step in the West. Uh, next we have Hornets backcourt. This is, I believe, without or you. You were talking about without Lamelo. 
we could do with with or without Lamelo. I mean, um, we originally had Terry Rozier on the list. We decided to expand it. You've got Terry Rozier, Devontae Graham, Lamelo when he's healthy. Yeah, back Lamelo season, back next season. Um, you know, with Lamelo, I think Devontae Graham's going to come off the bench. Uh, Lamelo at the one, Terry at the two. Scary Terry, the two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. I'm not going to say overrated. I know I'm going to do a lot of properly rated as I'm thinking about this and looking at our list. But, you know, they're a good young team. They can definitely uh, progress in some way. Um, you know, Miles Bridges dropped 33 last night in the loss against the Brooklyn Nets. We should have put him on this list. He's good. Yeah. Um, I, I say they're properly rated. I say that they, they have a lot of... Uh, a lot of stuff coming their way. They might mm-hmm. they might make the playoffs. Yeah. Um, I think they'll make the playoffs. I think they they have enough wins. I mean, I I I'm gonna go with properly rated because uh, I think Terry is really good. I think he's mm. he's really good. I think Devontae Graham is solid. Um, he was in the he was in running most, for yeah, running most improved, improved last, last year. year. Hey, look, the, those are two. Terry can score at will. He's one of those guys. He's He's really dangerous. They're um, Gordon Hayward. He's injured. Yeah, yeah. Look, the Hornets are solid. We should have put the Bridges brothers on here. The Bridges brothers. The Bridges brothers. Should we do that next? We could. Yeah, let's let's go into let's go into it right now. All right, Audible. The Bridges brothers, underrated, overrated. What do you think? Underrated. underrated. So underrated. So underrated. I also agree. Macal Bridges, Miles Bridges, both on there on the Suns and the Hornets. Miles Bridges, like we just talked about, scored thirty three last night. He's really on the up and up, up and he poster up anymore, and coming. He is. Oh my god! He, so many bodies. dunk of the year. That dunk was that. Who was that? I don't agree with that. That who who who? who take, what's better? I will take Anthony Edwards dunk on the random dude on the Raptors. <laughs> yeah. That man caught a body. That dude landed on his back. Um, and yeah. one like, come on, come on, dude. And one. Yeah. I think it's definitely up there, though. Yeah, for sure. And Mikal Bridges is the other brother who... Underrated. Underrated, for sure. I have him in fantasy. He shoots 52.5% from the field. rookie card. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I gotta pick, I've got to pick some Bridges brothers. Can you rookie cards up. Dazzle. Yeah, the threads. Ooh. Rookie. Ooh, I might need... I mean, I might need to get one of those. It's, it's nice. Dude, it's I, nice. I, oh, all right. I've got to get a rookie card for <laughs> each of the brothers. All right. Oh, I'll for sure. Each of the brothers. For sure. And put them... Okay, yeah. But, I mean, he's shooting 53% from the field, and he shoots threes really well, 82% from the free throw line. Um, he only scores 13 points a game, but, you know, he's, he's in a very, very packed offense. Does he come off the bench? He used to when, when LaMelo was injured. No, I'm talking I mean, about McCall. I'm talking about McCall. Oh, McCall. Oh, yeah, no, McCall. My, McCall. my bad, my bad. Yeah. Um, oh, no, he, yeah, he starts. Yeah. He starts. And he's a, he's a, he's a scrappy defender. He, he, I mean, That's he's... CP3. With CP3 and Booker, he's scoring 13, and DeAndre per, 13 on 53% shooting. Yeah. And he's just, he's just really solid. He can, he gets it. He's, I think he's going to be a really good young guy to grow with Booker and Aiton. And he's going to be a really good complimentary piece to that team. And, I mean, Miles Bridges is... Before we move on from the Suns, I, I, I'm a fan of this, but um, I, I said last time, Kawhi's probably going to sign up the Clippers again. This off season, yeah. If I was Kawhi, I would change it up and go to the Suns. Ooh, I would change it up and go to the that Suns. That would be crazy. That would be insane. That would be insane if if Chris Paul can can Chris Paul Booker. 
Mikel, Kawhi. Oh, Mikel would come with the bench, too. Oh. No, no, no. Kawhi would play the, the four. Yeah, I guess Kawhi would play. That defensive lineup. Oh, oh my god. That, that team would be the best defensive. That would be the best defensive team in the NBA. That would be the best team in the NBA. That would be the best. Yeah, I agree. And the best defensive team in the NBA. By far. All right. We've got to move on. We're running out of time. 2020 draft class. LaMelo, Anthony Edwards, Wiseman, Halliburton. Those guys. Underrated, overrated. I'm comparing this to recent draft classes as uh, 16, 17, 17, 18, 18, 19, mm-hmm. and 19, 20. Yep. I say it's the worst. <laughs> I say it's so <laughs> overrated. Uh, I think I think some of the hype had to do with LaMelo because, you know, his brother Lonzo in the Chino Hills days and him coming out of yeah. Australia after playing in that league. Um, Anthony Edwards... Yeah, I mean, you played at Georgia. Um, Wiseman. He didn't. He he played at Memphis for like one game. Then he, you know, you know the situation yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, we don't have to go into that. Uh, Halliburton, Denny, come at you know the year the year league players don't really get that much hype. I say it's overrated. So overrated. I'm gonna say it's properly rated. I think people give it a lot of hate. It's one of those things, like, people just give it so much hate. I think Halliburton's really good, man. Halliburton is good. Edwards, I think, is overrated, because Edwards, the only reason he scores a lot is because he gets the ball in his hands. Horrible percentage. I, um, I think LaMelo was really good. I, I didn't believe in LaMelo coming into the draft class, but my opinion has completely changed. I, w- I will say this. Um, you know, there's not really any... I mean, it's very rare for this to happen, but there's not really any... We might see this next year, but any players that came up from the bottom, such as you know Giannis, that's a once in a lifetime player. Jokic, Jokic, Jokic um, in the second round. But uh, Draymond, I think some of it had to do with the the injuries. You know, Lamelo's out, Wiseman's yeah. out. Yeah, uh, yeah. Halliburton was injured for a little bit. Anyeka Kanwu was a guy I really liked, and he hasn't yeah. really gotten the chance to uh, to shine. Because Obi of Toppin, Capella, Obi Toppin was. A I'm not gonna say he's a bust <laughs> he's a yet, a- but. Ugh. Jalen Smith. I don't know what the hell they were thinking when they took Jalen Smith. Denny. I like Denny. Denny like has Denny. potential. He's a good defender. He needs to uh, learn how to make a wide open layup and learn how to make a wide open three. But once he gets that, it'll be really good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Staying with the Wizards. Russell Westbrook. I, I, I'll let you go second because I know you, as a Wizards fan, Yep. you know. It's gonna be like the the Donovan Mitchell rant. I, I'm assuming. I I took like all our time for the yeah. second <laughs> Donovan Mitchell rant. <laughs> um, I I was keeping this for a week, but he is the most underrated superstar in the league. Absolutely, superstar. Agree. Not not star. Mm-hmm. Superstar. Yep. Um, like I think we said you talked about this a little bit before, but if he. If the Wizards, if he was at the on the Wizards and at the beginning of the year, Wizards didn't miss all those COVID games. Um, I think it was about six. Wizards were a top five team in the East. He's he would be averaging a triple double. I think um, he's an MVP yeah. caliber player. I think he's an MVP caliber player for sure. He's aver- he's he's putting MVP type numbers up. Were in the last you know month were were or last at least the recent games. I don't I don't know how much time it's been. I don't count, but. Best player on the it's, court. Recently. Yeah, best player on the court at all times. Um, he's definitely MVP caliber because um, right now 
He started off the the uh, the season with a quad injury, which you which you know looking at how he's playing now versus then really held him back. And now he's healthy. You saw that transition really after the All Star break, like and Drew what Drew Gooden said, who's the who former Wizard commentator of the Wizards <laughs> now, great great player, great commentator. He's doing a great job this year. Um, but what he said was that Russell Westbrook not making the All Star game was kind of like a wake up call, and that you know he really didn't deserve to make the All Star game, but he Russell Westbrook sitting on his couch at home watching it. He's like, man, I used to win the MVP in these things. Why am I? Why am I here? I've got to pick it up. And he did just that. He's he he went from not averaging a triple double to averaging what like twenty five, eleven, and eleven, something like that. And he's averaging eleven assists on. I don't know the exact statistics, but if the Wizards aren't the worst three point shooting team in the NBA, oh. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know who is because. If the Wizards. Wizards if the Wizards could shoot some threes, this guy would be averaging 15 assists a game. No question in my mind. Like, the, the game that Westbrook went for, like, you know, whatever, 30 and 20, 20 assists, it, it was like the one game the Wizards shot well from three. He didn't do anything different. I watch every game. He didn't do anything different. Guys just made shots. I mean, there was there was one, and, and, and it's not even just threes. Guys just missed shots. Like, yeah, there was, like, uh, a few possessions where I know Denny was one of them. Um, but it just like missed wide open legs. Oh, I remember this. Westbrook had literally three absolute dimes. Dimes. And just Denny, wide open Denny missed one, and Robin Lopez missed two. <laughs> I mean, like, no disrespect to those guys. They just didn't finish. It wasn't their, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't their time. Westbrook but... couldn't have done anything better to set them up, and they absolutely choked. Yeah, and look, those Robin Lopez in in the Warriors game, he was he he, he played Dominant. so well. He he won us that game because they had to double him on the catch that opens everything up. Doubling Robin. But, Lopez. you know, Westbrook just he 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 misses he, he or he doesn't miss. He he like he doesn't get the break sometimes. And I think that he would literally be averaging 15 assists if the Wizards were a good three-point shooting team. And he 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 is the reason that the Wizards have been having to turn around, and I really hope we can make it into the playoffs so it can go a little bit more mainstream. All right, next up we got Paul George on the Clippers. We've been playing pretty well recently, Clippers. Just watching last night's game against the Sixers without Kawhi. Um, I'd say if he was healthy, people get people got gave him a lot of hate because of the playoffs. Um, that. Side of the backboard three in the corner. Yeah. Um, I say he's underrated. I say he's a top ten player if he's healthy. I'm going to agree with the underrated because people give him a lot of hate for absolutely no reason. The guy's one of the best two-way players in the NBA. He was an MVP candidate in OKC. Yeah, I mean, he averages 24 points on 48% shooting, six rebounds, five and a half assists, 1.2 steals. I mean... He, he he just he's just good. Like he's just one of those guys who's so a talented. really good defender, and he can just score. Like those guys are really valuable, and people because you you can't put a stat on defense, so the average NBA fan doesn't really understand it unless you watch the games. So Paul George defense is what really holds him back. Um, let's keep moving. We're we're running low on time. Next up, big dominant centers, like those. Like those shack like centers. We, we do have our big dogs. They're not they're not shooting. They're in the paint, bodying people, dunking, blocking shots, 
getting every rebound. So basically, what you're saying they're not stretch, the... stretching the floor. Joel Embiid. Yeah. He's a dog. That's all. That's all I'm gonna say. Yeah. Under big dominant center is definitely underrated. Underrated. All right. Like people are like, oh, you need the modern day center. You need him to shoot, ball, dribble, do everything. You think if Shaq played in today's NBA, he'd be he'd be good. Dude, what is he seven two? two over I don't two. think he's seven two, but seven one. Uh, if uh, seven 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 foot seven yeah. one seven two whatever but whatever. You think if Shaq or Wilt or Kareem or one of those guys, all the best centers are down. Hakeem, all the best centers in in the seven one seven one wow. seven one. I thought he was seven. All the best centers in NBA history are the big dominant guys. You're telling me if those guys played in today's NBA, they wouldn't be the best in the league. Like, big dominant centers, no one used them for some reason. Like, getting every rebound is underrated. Just being able to give it to them and dunk on anybody is underrated. Dominance in general is underrated. You don't... You can afford to have a guy on the field, on the floor that doesn't shoot. I mean, you're talking about a 7-1 shoe size. I'm looking at Wikipedia right now. 23 shoe size. 23! This guy's got to. This guy's got to have custom-made shoes. And you're, if you're saying he won't be good in today's era, yeah, get out of here, man. I mean, just like even guys like Daniel Gafford. Look at Daniel Gafford last night. He was the reason the Wizards won the game because every time he came in, it was just a spark. He didn't do anything other than dunk and, and hook shot and rebound. Shaq is 324 pounds. <laughs> Daniel Gafford didn't do any. Like those guys are effective. You don't need your three, your your big man to be like Kristaps Porzingis last night. Yeah, four blocks. But, like blocking shots is again underrated. That causes that could cause a change in possession and momentum. That's huge. Like you don't need your 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 big man to sit on the corner to take the ball up. Well, that's all fine. You don't need it to happen. I, mean, I, I love watching like underrated all like, a defensive game. Yeah. Like, I just think, you know, this. I mean, I feel like this goes for all sports. Like, football, I feel like if a defense, if the defense makes a play like that, like you said, just moves the momentum and, mm-hmm. you know, I think as a whole, you know, like DPOY, you see numbers like, uh, you know, two steals, 1.5 blocks a game. Yeah. I just, that, that, those aren't high numbers, you know, compared to, like, MVP. That could like, generate a lot of points, though. Like, like, you know how hard it is to get two steals and 1.5 blocks per game? This is a Ben Simmons shout-out. DPOY. But, in general, like, you're talking about a player that is going up against the best in the world getting, you know, a block or two per game. Yeah. I mean, guys like Rudy Gobert. I'll bring in the other, the, the true DPOI. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, Rudy Gobert. Like, you tell me Rudy Gobert isn't effective. I mean, just having that guy in the, it's it, just as a presence. Like, and Rudy Gobert is really only like that on the defensive end. Imagine just Rudy Gobert on defense, but on offense and on defense. If that makes sense. Sheesh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> just just give it to him. Like, Hakeem in the, in the post, you just give it to him and he just scores. Like, there's nobody like that. Maybe like Zion a yeah, little you bit. You know what? But Zion's only 6'6". Six, six. Like, you know, Nobody's like that you know except like I guess Joel. Yeah. Yeah, Joel. Joel. <laughs> See, Joel. There's a reason Joel is so good. Like you don't need your center to be Nikola Jokic or Kristaps Porzingis. Guys like Joel should not be slept on. That's why I like the Kongwu coming out. I still think Anyeka Kongwu. Don't don't. He was sleep injured. On him. He was injured a little bit. He was injured a little bit. Don't sleep on him. He's he can run the floor, but he he's he's a rim. He's a, a he's a, especially if John Collins leaves. 
Which John, I think he will. If John I, they Collins can't leaves, keep him. they can't afford it. Okongwu's gonna take that spot. You know he's and behind Clint Capella. Bang. He's <laughs> he's behind Clint Capella and John Collins. Yeah, like what's he supposed to do? Anyefi Okongwu. I'm telling you, bias rookie cards. I just pulled one today. I, I opened, true. I opened that a pack. is I true. I just pulled one today. I'm keeping it. I'm buying another one. Buys rookie card. He's a good player. Next. Look up look up his college highlights. Alright, we're skipping Eric Bledsoe. We're running out of time. <laughs> <laughs> we're running out of time. Eric Bledsoe. Whatever. We did Under- talk about we did talk about him last yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever, whatever. Wendell Carter Jr. I I protested for him to be on this list. I think he is so underrated. I love Wendell. Duke guy. So underrated. It's crazy. Again, he's one of those players that don't shoot threes. Yeah. He's so dumb. He's on the magic. The center. magic are terrible. If you're a Magic fan, like I I'm said, I'm sorry. You are. I'm. I, I don't even hate to be a Magic fan. Like, look, you'll be good in like five years. I'd rather be a bandwagon than a Magic fan. Jeez, that's bad. Yeah, <laughs> dude. <laughs> I'd rather well, be a bandwagon well, than no, a Magic. He, fan. I, I, you know, I think he's like, I think he's worth a first round pick now. In used value. to play for the Bulls. Used to play for the Bulls. Speaking of the Bulls. Speaking of the Bulls, we gotta move. The new Chicago Bulls. Vucevic. Lori Markkinen. Marking it off the Daddy bench. Is young. Daddy so young. Under, so Daddy underrated. Young. Someone dropped him in my fantasy league. I picked him up so quick. Uh, Zach Levine. He has COVID protocols right now, but... Kobe White. Kobe White. So underrated. Underrated as well. Um, yeah, great score. One of those guys. Bad percentages, though. Turns out, Turnovers. Where I, like I think they're going to be good. I think they're going to be good. Ho- I'm hoping that... I'm hoping that the Hornets don't make it, and the Bulls make it, and the Wizards make it. Yeah. I think next season, the the Bulls will be better. They'll have another pick, um, and I mean they they've just got some. They've got a good bench. Like Vucevic is good. Vucevic is underrated. I mean he's one of the be- best big men in the NBA. Man, Kobe White can continue to develop. Man, Bulls are, Bulls are gonna be solid, dude. I don't think they're solid. They're good right now. They don't have the chemistry, especially with Levine out. But Levine was really coming into his own. They're gonna be good. We be got. We've got Draymond Green. Draymond. I'm going to say he's overrated. All right. This guy. Okay. He's a good defensive player. Real good defensive player. To him, the best defensive player to ever live. Yeah. I. That, yeah, that's a BS. Um, but Draymond, he does the dirty work. He does the dirty work. He's solid. Um, I don't think he's an all-star. I, don't, I, I think he's just a solid guy that does the dirty work, that plays good defense, that can... Yeah, I mean, like, I don't think anything about his offensive game is that special. I mean, look at him last year when they didn't have the Splash Brothers. Like, he didn't, I mean, he didn't really do anything. He really, I think he, like, I think he's picking up again. He died down when KD was on the team. You know, they he was part of the big three, and then now KD was there, and now he wasn't. Yeah, I mean, he's solid. 2016 I, played best best year of his career so far. I mean, he he did drop some triple doubles um, this year. I think I believe I mean, it was last year, maybe a year before that, he had the the triple double with um, assist, rebounds, and steals. Yeah, I mean Draymond is a, again really great defensive player. You know how many points he's averaging? I just looked it up. Nine. Six point six. Sheesh. People talk about him like he's some sort of like. I think I think star. he's I think he's good for the chemistry I of mean, the team. Yeah, like he's just. Eh. But he's not like he's just six point six points a game. Or Clay, I get it. Eight point five assists, really good. He can play make. He's he's a good guy to have on the team. He's a starting caliber player, but meh. That's what I have to say. About I him. say he's underrated. Meh. 
Underrated, wow. Yeah. 6.6 6 points a game. It's not. It's not all about the points. Like I know you're saying. I know it's not all go about bear, the points. man. He's a good defensive player. He's, I know it's not all about the points. That's a two-time def- DPOY you're talking. Speaking I know it's not DPOY, all about the points, but Ben Simmons. You got to stop with that. It's very <laughs> repetitive. I don't think the listeners really like that. All right, the Splash Brothers leading in. Splash Brothers. We can talk all time. We can talk right now. Curry Clay. I uh, I'm speaking to someone who does watch this podcast. I mean, watch. Listen to me. Listen to this podcast. He says all time. This is a terrible take, by the way. Prepare yourself. Okay. (laughs) He is a Lakers fan. He says AD. He said, I'm not agreeing with this. This is just interesting to me. AD and LeBron all time are a better duo than the Splash Brothers. Not yet. Come on. Not even close, in my opinion. Not even close. The Splash Brothers are probably the two best shooters in NBA history playing on the same team. Debatably, probably. I, 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 I'll take Ray Clay, Allen. Clay second. Thompson went the thirty-seven and a quarter. You remember that when he went thirty-seven and a quarter? Guy went thirty-seven and a quarter. It's ridiculous. Steph Curry is definitely the best shooter of all time. This guy, Steph Curry. Okay. Do you see his? Do you see his uh, month of April? Oh my God! Thirty-nine point nine points per game in the month it's of insane. April. This guy, Steph Curry. That's another guy that should be in the MVP conversation. Like. I don't care. Uh, like, if you take Steph Curry off of the Warriors, they are the worst team in the NBA. I mean, right they, now, without with with Clay injured, they're the worst team in the NBA. If you take War- Steph Curry off, he I is mean, the definition of the most valuable player on his team. That is, the, if you want to go that route, they are at five hundred. Yeah, if you take if if you take Curry off that team, they're the worst team in the NBA. I agree with that. Yep. So, I mean, Curry just literally carries the entire team the whole game. Um, he's the best shooter of all time. He does everything teams have to double him on you know you have to deny ball that opens everything up he's just a presence he's he's just a presence all right finally uh, the play-in tournament underrated underrated this thing's awesome i feel like if you don't see underrated like just get out of here people people aren't talking about this thing as much as they should this thing is awesome the hype not even like last year the grizzlies blazers game that was that was a play-in game um to get to eighth seed but it's a whole tournament now. Yeah. Like, I feel like... One game is going to be so fun to watch. The entertainment is there. It gives players before the... Or for the teams that made the playoffs, it gives them time to, you know, yeah. heal, get ready for that. And it's just entertaining, man. It disincentivizes tanking, too. No one likes tanking. Disincentivizes it. I like it. It's great. Great. It's great. great. Hey, we're going one more. One more? One more. NBA Top Shot. We haven't talked about it. Underrated, overrated. NBA Top Shot, NFTs. I say it's properly rated. I don't know what I think. Like, I, th- I think it's a, I think it's stupid how much money people will pay for something, just that's not physical. Yeah, it's it's cool in the fact that like people get to kind of collect it. Like you get to invest in your player, I guess. But I'd rather own a card, like a real card. We're both card collectors. I'd rather own a real card. Um, but. I guess it's kind of cool. Like, like I've I've been in like the pack drops. You go on and you you try to get a pack. Packs are really hard to get. And opening a pack is fun. Like you get you get the pack. Um, and it's just fun. I, I like it's the a fun thing. I like, I like the physical stuff more. Yeah, I like the physical stuff more. Probably overrated, but it's a fun thing. Anything with the NBA, NBA. This is something the NBA is actually doing. This is not NBA license. This is an NBA product. So we feel like we have to mention it. 
I guess check, it, sure. out. Don't, check it out. Don't 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 spend a ridiculous amount of money on it. It's it's kind of stupid, but <laughs> yeah. it's fun. All right, that was underrated, overrated. We went a little bit over time. Great segment. I though. mean, we, we we went almost fifteen minutes over time. Yeah, I liked it though. I liked it. Yeah, liked it was a good it. segment though. It was a really good segment. We had fun. All right, all right, guys. That's a wrap for episode two. I think it was a really good episode. You know, we talked about the news and notes with a lot of injuries, very unfortunate injuries. We talked about games of the week, a lot of great games, and then the underrated, overrated segment where we love went, that segment. Great segment. We're totally bringing that back soon. Like not not soon, but that expect to see that you know around. If 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 you enjoy Donovan Mitchell's ten minute rant, yeah, I yeah. The reason we went over time, we were just talking <laughs> about it. And yeah, I talked about Donovan Mitchell for like 10 minutes. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. But he is the most underrated player in the NBA. Um, I won't talk about it. This is the outro, so I, probably <laughs> yes. shouldn't, so I probably shouldn't talk about it. Anyways, at the Painted Area on Instagram, at Painted Area on Twitter. This was episode two. We're having a great time with this. See you next week. See you next week. <laughs>